0: Welcome back to Legal Tech. Made simple with me, Don Birch. I'm proudly not a lawyer or even a techie, which makes me perfectly placed to make legal tech simple. We're delighted to welcome Adam Wynn, who's the co-founder of eBrevia, a leading enterprise contract analysis software company that applies machine learning to quickly and accurately extract key information from unstructured data. Adam was the Chief of Staff and Legal Officer of Vantage Properties, a 350-person real estate private equity firm, And previously, he practiced law at Paul Weiss and Sherman and Sterling, where he focused on private equity and hedge fund formation, as well as mergers and acquisitions. Adam holds a BA from Columbia, a JD from Harvard Law School, and he also studied at the University of California uh, and here in the UK, University College London. Adam, it's an absolute delight and pleasure to have you on our podcast. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Dom. Uh, Glad to be here.
0: Well, listen. Let's let's start at the start, shall we? How did you end up where you are today? So, just take us back to the beginning. What what sort of got you into the the world of legal tech?
1: Uh, sure, Dom, and thank you for that introduction. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, my background uh, was in law and private equity. Um, so, when I co-founded eBravia with a law school friend, um, it was about bringing the experience from, uh, or the really the pain points. Uh, that we both experience in our professions. Uh, For myself, uh, first, it was at the law firms. Um, The long hours of doing contract review uh, for those lawyers listening, uh, they should be very intimately aware of the tediousness uh, and the long hours associated with contract review, especially uh, in practice areas like M&A. Uh, and then, when I was on the business side at the private equity firm, it was the cost uh, and the speed uh, of the work that we were concerned with. Uh, so, you know, facing the different forces uh, of the economy uh, back in 2009, 2010, the last financial crisis, um, it was the convergence of a few things that led to eBrevia. Um, One was the tremendous uh, impact to the economy then that uh, led to cost-cutting measures at a lot of companies. Um, And then on the other hand was the larger trend in the legal profession uh, with uh, unhappy lawyers uh, doing tedious manual work. Uh, So that was really the impetus for Ebrevia, was how could we uh, help clients out, how could we make lawyers happier by automating um, many of the tedious tasks that uh, my co-founder and I've uh, experienced firsthand.
0: And, and you, know, you hear this, this story a, a lot, don't you, in, in founders that they solved a problem that was causing them a headache. They thought there has to be a better way and nobody else is fixing it. I'm going to fix it. And, you know, and that motivation has driven so many startups, hasn't it, over the last 10, 15 years?
1: That's right, Dom. And, you know, I have to say that perseverance is often a virtue, but not always. (laughs) Um, It's not not good to continue doing something that... uh, is costly and and also you're miserable at. Um, And so that was my personal experience doing uh, the tedious contract review work. And I really wanted to do higher level work like contract negotiation. The strategies uh, associated with M&A work was much more interesting than sitting in a document review room and uh, Reviewing contracts uh, till two, three a.m. in the morning,
0: and this—I mean, this is the key point, isn't it? You guys are smart guys. You've been to law school. You know, you know your stuff. You ought to really be practicing law and offering your best advice. Once all that kind of the dregs of the work have been done, automated and got out of the way, it's sifted and cleaned and, and you know, clauses found and even clauses that might have been negotiated times and times before, kind of through AI, pushed backwards and forwards between one party and the other party. And by exception, you ought to be getting involved.
1: That's right. And, you know, many uh, of the top law firms, including the two that I worked at, uh, spend a lot of time and resources recruiting the best law school students, the best law uh, graduates. Um, and in order to keep those bright uh, legal minds uh, at the firms, you know, you have to give them interesting work. Um, and contract review uh, is a good learning uh, process, uh, but uh, you don't need you don't want to be doing that uh, for the longer term. Uh, and on the flip side, on the client side, you know, uh, as far back, like I said, as 2010, 2009, um, clients were beginning to um, to push back on legal fees, uh, and they were not willing to pay for uh, contract review work like they did before the last financial crisis. Uh, and so, you know, you have several forces at hand. Uh, that led to uh, not just uh, innovation at Ibravia, but uh, overall in the legal tech uh, space.
0: Now, I know it's an overused phrase, but history re- repeats itself. And here we are, you know, 11, 12 years on from that financial crisis. And obviously, for very different reasons, going through a world that economically is is under extreme stress, people working from home being an extra dimension now in a way that even a few months ago would have been almost unimaginable. So, how are tools like eBrevia helping, you know, colleagues in law firms and in and, and large sort of legal departments actually do the do their jobs? And are you seeing this as a catalyst for positive change?
1: And thanks for bringing that up, Dom. Um, connecting us uh, from the last financial crisis to this crisis, which, by the way, is not a financial one; uh, it's a health one that is become is becoming an economic crisis. Um, but I think that in this crisis, we are certainly um, uh, better equipped. Uh, we meaning the industry, the, the legal industry uh, is much better equipped than we were 10 years ago, given the technology uh, that we have today, um, namely uh, advances in AI, uh, adoption of cloud technology. Uh, so with Ibravia in particular, Um, What I'm seeing with clients is that the work has not stopped. In fact, uh, with our technology, uh, clients have been uh, empowered and enabled to do more work uh, at home or wherever they are. Um, And so there's not this um, uh, drop in activity. If anything, we've seen an increase in activity. And I can go into the different sectors more. Uh, in a bit. But, you know, overall, I'm seeing that uh, uh, law firms uh, and their clients are able to be much more productive uh, in these times than they would have been, uh, let's say, 10 years ago.
0: And of course, there's some huge big things floating around industries, be that things like LIBOR and having to, you know, change to new regulations here in Europe, we're having to face into Brexit. And even before that, things like GDPR legislation, where, you know contracts were having to be delved into to find out are they going to be compliant in this new world and I know that both our companies work closely together on a on a company over here that you know u k listeners will know called the automobile association i 'm sure they 're there are similar organizations globally. But that was quite an interesting project, wasn't it? Because we had to use a tool to go in and find the right clauses and then actually extract them and remediate and then get them sent over to the other party to to agree through DocuSign and so forth. And it's like, for us, it was one of those really interesting examples to see the end-to-end processes coming together in a very seamless way.
1: That's right. And uh, I believe we won an award uh, together uh, back in 2008. 18, which seems like a lifetime ago. <laughs> Doesn't now. it, just? Uh, but you're right, Dom. Um, the, the types of projects that Iprevia, uh is best suited for are ones that involve uh, large volumes of contracts or documents where the client is looking for uh, key actionable terms uh, or clauses. Uh, and if, to, if one is to do that manually, it would be very uh, costly uh, and also time-intensive. Uh, and so with a automation tool like Ebrevia, you can go in and quickly uh, analyze very large volumes of data and produce the outputs that the clients are looking for. And, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned LIBOR as well, because, um, yes, there's COVID-19 that's happening, um, but LIBOR um, is an issue that predated uh, COVID, um, and it's something that we uh, uh, is impacting especially financial institutions, private equity firms, lenders. Um, it's basically, uh, for those of you who are not familiar, it's a, a, a reference rate uh, that's buried in loan documents and other credit agreements uh, that will go away, will, uh, will end uh, at the end of 2021. Uh, So, many large uh, financial institutions and and other companies have begun to remediate uh, their documents where LIBOR is mentioned. Um, And so, that work is ongoing, Dom. Uh, It hasn't stopped uh, with COVID. There there was maybe a week or two pause, uh, but we've seen large volumes of documents from tens of thousands of contracts uh, being processed through our system. Uh, and lawyers are able to quickly review these contracts for their clients uh, in these very difficult times.
0: And just talk us through that process, will you? Because I think there'll be there'll still be some financial institutions who haven't quite got going yet. There'll be, you know, in-house guys are scratching their head, thinking, "I know this problem is one that we have to overcome," and as you said, the clock is ticking. You know, the, the deadline of end of twenty one is a real deadline, guys. You need to be working toward it. Just talk us through somebody who's listening in and going, "I know we need to do this." where do I start? Because the problem can feel a little bit too big to know, where, you know, at what point do you begin?
1: Um, so what I'm seeing is that uh, you need, uh, you need a, a couple of things. Um, you need technology, uh, for one. You uh, need technology, hopefully, one like ebrevia that's capable, uh, that's using the latest advancements in machine learning and AI technology. Um, but the other important component that uh, financial institutions must look for is the people to do the work, right? Um, they're what we call domain experts. Um, and this is usually a combination of uh, service providers, uh, including Uh, Lawyers as well as accountants, uh, because it's a multi-step process. Uh, First, you need to identify the documents in your organization uh, that are affected by the change uh, away from LIBOR. And then second, it's looking for uh, the uh, clauses and the terms inside those contracts that will need to be remediated or amended. And then the third step is actually changing or amending uh, those documents right um, it's very similar to the um, project that psych and ebravia worked on uh, for the automobile association uh, in terms of remedi- remediating uh, gdpr provisions um, so it's it's that kind of uh, um, uh, three-step process bringing together the domain experts the people who know what libraries what they should what the system should be looking for and then layering in uh, technology like eBrevia to expedite uh, the review process. Otherwise, you know, when you're talking about hundreds of thousands of documents or even tens of thousands of documents, um, you could t- be talking about years uh, of of remediation work uh, if this type of work uh, were to be performed manually, right? So once you, re- you recognize the scope of the project, finding the documents, how many you have, Uh, then you need to bring in the domain experts and the proper technology solution uh, in order to meet the deadline of uh, end of 2021.
0: Now, in, in this sort of early part of our uh, podcast series, we're talking to founders and and some of the real thought leaders across the industry. And you know, we were chatting to Andy Wishart from Thomson Reuters recently. And what what's exciting, I think, at this time in in our sector is just how the technology stacks are really beginning to develop. Obviously, there's some consolidation in the market, and HiQ and TR were were talking this week only about how that's integrating with Contract Express in a much more seamless way. But it must be really exciting to be in the industry at the moment. Adam, and see perhaps some of the vision that you had going back, you know, a few years back, actually seeing some of that materialize.
1: Yes, um, there's a lot of changes that have happened, I think, in the last three to four years. Uh, first, with the uh, widespread adoption of uh, AI technologies like ours. Uh, but, you know, if you if you went back to 2011 or so, around that time when, you uh, uh, I co-founded Ibrevia, um, there was a lot of skepticism, both from the service providers like law firms and the audit companies, uh, as well as from end clients, the companies. You know, when, when we um, uh, talked about Ibrevia and machine learning, I could tell from the audience looks that, uh, you know, they thought I was talking about something like a sci-fi movie, right? <laughs> like it's not, It doesn't seem real to them. Uh, but I think there's certainly a herd mentality Uh, in the industry, that's that's normal for human nature, right? To look around to see who else has adopted uh, a new technology and then you follow. And so we've seen this acceleration in the last three, four years toward adoption. Um, And I think where we are now is that we're going to see the next wave of innovation. Yes, uh, we have COVID, et cetera, the the major disruption that's going on. But um, what I'm also seeing is different companies looking at, okay, you know, we've taken the technology from one to five. Can we go from five to eight to nine to 10? Um, And precisely uh, in our space, that would mean Uh, Can we um, have the technology intelligently uh, interpret data, right? Um, Not just extracting information and performing low-level analysis, but moving up that value chain. And yes, it will be disrupting uh, even more uh, uh, human work. uh, But I think that's overall a good thing because on the flip side, we're not seeing a decrease in work. If anything, we're seeing an increase in projects, an increase in demand for legal services. Um, so the more value, the higher value uh, that technology like Ebrevia can offer, uh, the, the better it is for both clients and uh, service professionals. Well,
0: Adam, it's a pleasure talking to you. We could talk all afternoon. I'm sure you're too busy for that, though. So Adam Nguyen, co-founder of Ebrevia, absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming on to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Dom. It's a pleasure as well.